Blog Talk Radio. House Witches. I'm Dorian Wallace. I'm Raina Starr. Welcome to it. Happy Friday. We have lived to fight another week. <laughs> so, for those of you who are new to the show, Desperate House Witches is not a GPG or even an R-rated show, so if dirty talk, bad language, or bodily functions might offend you, you may not want to stay, but I'm hoping you do because we've got a really special night planned for you. Uh, Desperate House Witches is brought to you by tonight's guest, as a matter of fact, the one, the only, the incredible, the utterly wicked one herself, Dorothy Morrison, WickedWitchStudios.com. That's www.WickedWitchStudios.com. And if you need her products shipped overseas, check out TheAngryCauldron.com at www.TheAngryCauldron.com. So... We are celebrating Dorothy. It is Dorothy's birthday month. Dorothy has yep. just started this week doing her wonderful mystery packages again. And we are also extremely excited because tonight we are celebrating the re-release of Utterly Wicked, my favorite hex book, the best hex book ever written. Highly recommend. So, yeah, yeah it's a it's a weekend of Dorothy, and tomorrow... We're having Amy Blackthorne, who wrote the foreword to the re-release of Utterly Wicked. And we're also mm-hmm. going to talk to Amy about Sacred Smoke, her new book. And guess what? Because, yes, indeed, it is another triple-header weekend. We're going to smack you with a really big surprise. And we're going to have Evo Dominguez Jr. on tomorrow as well. So it's going to be Dorothy tonight, Amy at noon tomorrow, and then we have Evo at 2 p.m. And that's all Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah. Welcome to Quarantina. Do you have your <laughs> quarantine ready? I have a little drinky poo. I hope you have a little drinky poo. It's, it's another long weekend for us, but we are happy to do it because, listen, it's been rough, sis. Folks are losing yeah. money left and right without having their events to go to. So, you know, we're just trying to spread the love and remind you that, that folks are out there and, and have classes and books and, you know, our community needs our support right now. You know, a lot of these folks do not have insurance. A lot of these folks do not have a backup plan because nobody was planning for the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> The, the, the Trump pandemic. It feels like Sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes, I'm so no, sorry. It totally feels like it. I know. So like, I'm hoping uh, y'all got your Trump bucks. I hope. I hope. A lot of people haven't. I mean, you know, we we were lucky in the fact that, you know, we we did e-filing and um, direct deposit. So mm-hmm. those 
those who did it direct deposit, I think, got theirs quicker. But, you know, I, I've still got people I know that have been waiting for weeks. Oh, your you nephew's know, still waiting. Your nephews are seriously? still waiting for theirs. Oh, yeah, honey. They're waiting for theirs. They haven't come yet. Oh. Yep. You know, it's and it's ridiculous. And a one-time payment is not helping anybody. That, you know, barely covers rent and maybe a utility, you know, but no food, no gas. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't understand how the government thinks people are supposed to live off of that. You know, it's, and that's that's why I don't want to delve too deep into it or start name-calling because I will start yelling. But the people clamoring to get out and we need to reopen America, I, I kind of get where some of them are coming from because they're panicking. They don't know where they're going to get their next meal or they're running low on funding. You know, so I, I do get that to an extent, but you can't make money if you're dead. You know, it, it's kind of we're all in a catch-22, and it sucks. Well, it a really lot of what I've seen is actually not the people who need the money doing the clamoring. What I'm seeing a lot of are people who have money who aren't worried about it, uh, not being able to do the things they want to do, like, go out to dinner and get their nails done and get their hair done. I'm seeing a lot of that selfish bullshit happening. They want yeah. to be serviced. I'm seeing a lot of the people who want to be serviced clamoring. Listen, I want the economy to, to get back working as much as anybody because even those of us who have a job and we're lucky enough to maintain it, you know, if the economy doesn't start moving, even those of us working are going to lose our jobs, and it's not going to matter yeah. who we work for. Um, but by the same token, a lot of us who are still working and see the economy, you know, seeing everybody open stuff, it's very scary because a lot of people are still going to die. Just because the government yeah. makes a decision, even at the local level, to open up and try to relax the social distancing, I've got to tell you, uh, the virus don't give a shit. It, it doesn't yeah. care who the president is. doesn't care who your fucking governor is. The virus doesn't care. It doesn't understand borders. It doesn't understand age differences. It, it yeah. kills healthy people as well as sick people, although more sick people will die because of a compromised immune system. It's, it's taking out whatever it can, whenever it can. And, Again, we need to be really careful because this is going to come back in the fall. There's no question. Yeah. Even if they, even if we had a vaccination prepared tomorrow, it still has to be tested. Somewhat. Yep. I mean, you can't just willy-nilly just start shooting people up with shit. Although, <laughs> I will tell you that the Pentecost in my family, my mother calls me and says, I don't want you taking that shot if anybody offers it to you. And I said, why is that, Mom? And she says, because the microchip's in it. And I'm like, the microchip oh. is in every fucking thing. You got a debit card? Guess what? There's a microchip in that. You got a car? Guess what? There's a microchip in that, too. They already know where the fuck I am. Are you kidding? You think anybody doesn't know at this point? Ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway... 
conspiracy theorists, please save your bullshit. Um, it's not a plot to wipe out the elderly so they won't have to pay Social Security. It, it's no, nobody in America invented this to try to do anything. It's a disease that happened naturally because you have these wet markets and a bat got sick and a bat bit a cow and the cow got eaten by somebody and there you go, it spreads like wildfire. And that's just the truth. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, oh, it's, you know, theories. I, I got to say, yeah, and, and then these are the same people that, you know, you will find going through a buffet line, you know. <laughs> no, <sighs> buffets are over. Buffets are canceled. That is not happening anymore. I'm I like, hope I, not. Oh, that needed to I haven't a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. haven't. I haven't eaten it one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I worked at a Golden Corral when I was back in my twenties, you know, and yeah, decent food, you know, for for cheap. But you know, you think about it now with the coronavirus going around, and it's just like, ah, uh, I'm skeeved out for life. I can never <laughs> eat at another buffet ever again. I just I can't. Yeah, there's no. I don't think. <laughs> You're not going to get the opportunity to it either, so it's fine. I mean, seriously, yeah. think about how unhealthy that is to begin with. Just from a, yeah. a, a hygienic standpoint of, you know, other people are leaning over it. Other people, and sneeze guards are bullshit. That doesn't help. Uh-huh. When you have a 10-year-old in front of you putting his hands on shit, yeah, or licking the spoon, or God, God knows what. <laughs> but you know what? Before I skeeve everybody out, we have a guest in the queue. Little Miss Birthday Girl. Yes. Hi Hello. There. Hi. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. This <laughs> this was the big one. I'm officially elderly. And can collect Medicare. Wow. Well, that's yeah. good. Oh, that yes. Is a good it's, thing. It's, it's very good. It means our health insurance is not going to be $2,700 a month anymore. Yay. Oh, thank God. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful news. <laughs> yes. So look to. That's a good thing. Yes. So. Yes. How, yes. how, so does it feel any different, Dorothy? Does it feel any different at all? No, no, okay. it really doesn't. Um, you know, <laughs> the truth is that I have been so busy that I had intended to work all day, and I had my whole my whole day pl- planned out. How many mystery boxes I was going to be able to to get filled, and so on and so forth. And that didn't really happen because my phone just kept ringing all day. So I guess the gods didn't want me to work. So oh. that, that, that like was the end of that. Yeah. And, you know, and I fought against it for a while. And then it was like, okay, this is just wearing me out. Just just relax and enjoy this. And and so I did. Um, I uh, had – there was – there had been a lot of little screw-ups everywhere since this virus happened because people are understaffed uh 
a bunch of people are ordering stuff online and so on and so forth. So I had ordered, uh, you know, my husband is a big LSU fan. And there's a lady on Etsy who's making masks um, that are, you know, with different collegiate teams. And so I ordered a couple of them for him and hit, you know, you know, hit order because I have an Etsy account, but I haven't used Etsy in a couple of years. And so what I didn't realize was that the credit card on that account was no good anymore and uh-huh. that the last time I used Etsy, it was to order something for my daughter-in-law, and so it automatically had changed that to the default address. So, oh. of course, so mm-hmm. my bank declines the credit card, which is fine. I emailed the, the lady. I explained everything to her. And told her I would just place an order a little later, you know, because I was kind of in a hurry. Well, lo and behold, what happens? But I get a shipping notice for those. Apparently, my bank uh, decided to charge it to the right credit card. They just automatically did that. Because I was worried that this lady wasn't going to get her money. Oh, no, no, that was all good. But the stuff's headed to my daughter-in-law's house. Oh, boy. So Monday, I... I call her and I say, so, honey, you're going to get a package, but it's not for you. It's for Mark. So when you get it, <laughs> can you put it back in the Uh-oh. mail to him? <laughs> and so Aww. we got to talking about, about my birthday, and she says, so what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to work. And she said, well, is somebody at least going to bake you a cake? Is, you know? And I went, no. I said, you know, Mark usually bakes a chocolate cake mix, and then he doesn't put frosting on it. He just cuts it up in squares, kind of like brownies, and throws it in the freezer. And if you heat it up in the microwave, that's and put ice cream on it. It's not too bad, even without the frosting. Ooh. And she says, well, I don't know about that. She says, you know, you really need something sweet on your birthday. So the day before my birthday, the UPS guy comes, and he's got a box. And it's from Fairy Tale Brownies. And if you all have oh. never tried their stuff, it's fabulous. No, but I wanted to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, the cream cheese brownies, the caramel brownies, and the toffee brownies are the, the, are the best. So okay. she, she, she sends me this box. And I get this box, and, and I open it, and there are a ton of brownies, brownie bites, and little mini brownies, and, and big brownies, and all these brownies. And there's a note in it from my daughter-in-law that says, I, I, I got to thinking about this, and you have to have something sweet on your birthday. And thawed cake. Heated in the microwave mm-hmm. doesn't work. <laughs> so That's I had brownies sweet. for my birthday, oh, and I'm, and I'm going to make a New York cheesecake on Sunday. Nice. But so so that is going to be my birthday thing. But but no, you know I I think if this were if if I wasn't so busy right now, which I'm grateful for for being, um, this might have been a big deal. But mm-hmm. but no, it wasn't. The, the the biggest deal is, like I said, is that our uh, health insurance is going to be cut by more than a half. Wow! And, and I yeah. haven't even done anything with the health insurance at all, except been to the eye doctor twice. That's it. Wow! Oh wow! Mark, Mark yeah, Mark is the one that, that needed the health insurance. <laughs> and, well, that's his part. <laughs> so anyway. So that that is that is the only change, huh? So how are y'all? But that's a good change. I mean, that's very <laughs> fortunate because you know it. 
people do not realize, you know, when you're lucky enough to have employer health insurance or employee rather health insurance, mm-hmm. it's a luxury that, that a lot of people take for granted and a lot of other and a lot more people don't even get the luxury of having. Healthcare is insanely expensive. Insanely expensive. And the fact that you are now getting a break I hope I make it to 65 just so I well, can say I've arrived to have it. Well, Sunny, you tr- trust me, you will. You know, when I was a lot younger, I thought 35 was old. And <laughs> it never uh, yeah. occurred to me that I would live this long. And, oh, you know, but you're, but you're right about that health insurance thing. You know, I always counted that as part of my salary. When I when yeah. I was looking at jobs, it's like, okay, am I going to get health insurance? Because because that's that's money in your pocket, really. And sure. and a lot of people don't don't see it that way. Now, after this pandemic, they they may see it that that way. Mhm. Absolutely. You know, but you know, uh, up until now, you know, most people didn't even consider that. You know, because you have to look at your benefits. What are your benefits? And and that's part of your salary. So even if if your money doesn't look so so great, it's like when you you have to add in the the, the benefits and see what that comes to. Oh, absolutely! It's crazy. So, how are y'all during all this mess? I'm still working. <laughs> are you working from home? No, ma'am. I am considered essential, so I actually do have to show up. Okay. But that's all right. That's all right. I have a lot of space around me, and folks have been, you know, I've, I, well, they haven't been respecting my distance naturally. I have uh, been enforcing it, however, uh, basically threatening bodily harm to a lot of people, which, you know, I enjoy. So it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. That's just me. And and Dorian, how how are you doing? And are you homeschooling? I am actually doing better than than I thought I would be um, because we just moved houses. Uh, actually, just before we got locked down. So I have been making myself busy. I I put down the railroad spikes. I they are in the yard now. Good. Um, so I've got those. We're waiting on, actually, we're still waiting on, on my son's furniture and a couple bookshelves, and we will be done. Hooray. Well, aside from the sofas. But no, I'm, do, I'm doing pretty good. I, I feel lucky. I'm, I'm between jobs, but I've got uh, potential lined up for when we're, you know, allowed to roam about the cabin again. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. Uh, I felt well, so bad for him because he he was in between school. We left on the thirteenth, moved up here, and the day before I called, they stopped enrollment. So he was kind of in limbo because the old school was supposed to send the stuff to the new school, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we've got that situated. He's he's good. He's bored, okay. and he's driving me nuts. But <laughs> well, honey, you have to give him a job. Uh, you know, I 
he takes the dog out, he feeds him and everything, but yeah, we're we're getting ready to start adding stuff to it. He's yeah, gonna learn how to have do him his take own out laundry. the trash every day. Yeah. You know, this kind of yeah. stuff. Mowing the lawn. So is he is he homeschooling? <laughs> is he actually doing classes on, on online? And he's actually he's doing a lot better than he does when he's in class. So it's Amazing. It's actually worked out for him because there's not as many distractions. There's not as many kids to talk to. There's not as much, you know, playtime to cram in after. So, you know, he, he's not, like, sloughing off his homework. He's actually doing it all. Oh, that's good. Well, that's, so that's good. good. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's good. And, and you haven't had to, to, to drink whiskey in the middle of the day, right? And so that's good, too? Not <laughs> Not so far. There, there was, there was, uh, I think two weeks ago. Yeah, I did have some wine during the middle of the day. I think it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. Mama needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Dorothy, uh, yes. Let's let's talk about you. Uh, tell tell the folks about uh, this month's mystery packages. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, the the mystery packages are a lot of fun and this year people have different options. Um they can get a, I used to just do the, the mystery packages with a card consult and, and that was how I offered them. And the card consult really wasn't for them, it was for me so that I would know what to put in their packages. So that would give me some idea of, of what they were actually needing. So it's a way of yeah. personalizing the, the mystery packages. This mm-hmm. year, um, people are, can get those in large and small, or they can get a mystery package with no card consult, which means that I can just put whatever I want to in there. And, <laughs> and, and then they're also... Uh, under each section, the consult and no consult, they can also get a small package or a large package with a copy of Utterly Wicked. So, <laughs> so those those were released. <clears throat> excuse me, on May first, and uh, ten minutes after I released them, I was suddenly I wasn't getting any email. Uh oh. Oh. Yeah, that that was a mess, and then. I thought, okay, fine, I need to go over to PayPal and see what's going on there. Well, yes, I did see some packages that had been paid for, but I hadn't gotten emails on those, so I printed those out. But then all of a sudden I was getting nothing, and I kept seeing on Facebook and on Twitter that people had already ordered, and it was like, well, where are their packages? Apparently, <laughs> Earthlink and PayPal had server problems at the same time. Oh, no. And that went on for 12 hours. Oh, no. And then it took me 36 hours to get it all straightened out because I had to go over to PayPal finally as those started showing up there and print them all and make sure that I couldn't just do it for my email because I wasn't getting it and make sure that I had every hard copies of everybody's orders. Wow. And, you know, because, wow. you, because you don't want to miss something because some, people have paid for this. So, sure. That 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 put me behind to start with, and um, so today, I I finally finished 
all of the orders that came in on my first. And I wow. have a stack of finished orders that is well over an inch tall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and 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 the orders just keep coming in. In fact, yeah. you know, a few a few minutes before uh I called in, I just uh answered somebody who wanted to be invoiced for two packages and it was like, "Okay, I'm I'm a little pressed for time right now. It'll be a couple of hours, but I'll send you an invoice." So so they're still coming in steadily. I have a huge pile of orders that uh, I still have to do, which means that I have placed this this last week alone. I have placed three orders from can for candles from the warehouse, <laughs> and and now they're out of stock with some of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I I had to, I had to order more shipping boxes. Thank God they came today. Uh, I've been through over 300 oil vials. I had to place an order for for those. And and part of the problem is that because, you know, and there are other supplies that I had to get too because I'm running out of supplies. My orders have yeah. quadrupled this year from from last. And yeah. so, uh and I'm grateful. But part of the problem is with getting supplies is you don't know if your suppliers are actually going to be able to fill those orders. Because you don't right. know what kind of restrictions they have right now, and Correct. there there is also a shortage of delivery drivers. Wow! Yeah. And so you know, I'm never used to being a whole week behind on anything, but but the coronavirus has kind of put a glitch into everything. Sure you know, has. You know, it's, 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 it's not that I'm not working. You know, and and of course. Almost immediately, <clears throat> I was getting, you know, three or four days after somebody placed their order, you know, I was getting this thing going, these emails going, well, you know, I ordered with you. Well, you know, you know when is my package going to ship? And mm. and it was like, oh, my, you know, here's here's the thing, because even though this has only been posted to social media, apparently people don't read everything. Yeah. Because yeah. I had put an update on, on you know, up and um, – so, you know, I explained to them, you know, look, this is, you know, what the deal is. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm really sorry this hasn't gotten to you for your birthday. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's out of your hands. There's, you know, and to be yeah. honest with you, I'm just so grateful that I know it's coming. Like, I don't know what's in it. I haven't been able to get to Raven and Crone. I haven't been able to get to uh, my local place here uh, because everybody is, you know, the, the opening up of North Carolina is being very phased in, and it doesn't even start until tomorrow morning, really, um, where things are going to be allowed to be open to a certain capacity. And, you know, I'm just so grateful that I can get something coming in the mail and, you know, just because I'm short on supplies, it's just a relief to know something's coming. So, yeah, it's fine. And I'm yeah, well, you know, I think everybody needs a present right now, too. Well, and a lot of people just don't have anything else to do, so they're mm-hmm. hyper-focusing. And when one day feels like it's lasting an entire week, which my days all run together now, so the only reason I knew it was Friday was because it's show night 
this is the only day of the week that I r recognized from morning to evening. Every other day this week, it was Tuesday twice this week. Um, <laughs> Monday, didn't, Monday didn't happen. Thursday happened a couple of times this week too. Um, so it's been, so people are, you know, there's a time displacement phenomenon that is real and happening to a lot of folks right now. And when, you know, things I did yesterday, I could have told you I did a week ago. So there's a lot of that too. So I think folks are just hyper-stressing a little bit. And, you know, it'll get there, folks. Promise. I've never had a package from Dorothy ever miss or go oh, missing. Yeah, thank ever. you. <laughs> it's never happened. And it won't happen to you either. I mean, it won't. It's just that people are hyper-focusing right now. And, it, you know, and, and the time differential is getting a little – it just works your mind a little too much. And, you know, like I said, every day at work feels like a week. The days are just so long feeling. It's, it's a very, very interesting phenomenon, and I'm sure a doctor could explain it much better than I can. But I understand that. I thought it was just me. I'm like, it's just my dumbass. No, no, no. you know, it's It's an it, actual it's thing not. that's happening, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and a lot of people aren't lucky enough to, to be able to work, or yeah. they're, they're working from home. But, you know, working from home has its, has its own distractions. And and yeah. so, you know, you may get all your work done, but there are all these other mm -hmm. things going on, and then people are bored too. And yes. and so, you know, if you have nothing else to do, then days seem real long. Now, my days have been running together, but that's because I've been working on these orders very long days and sometimes not crawling into bed until 2 in the morning. And, and right. then getting up Aww. again and, and, and working some more because – I think customer service matters. So, yeah. you know, I want to get these done, you know, as, as soon as possible. Um, the the good news is that Utterly Wicked is doing very, very well. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I started out with 75 copies. Uh -huh. And the first day I, ordered, I did the, the mystery packages, <laughs> they were all go they were all sold. Wow. Oh my goodness. So wow. I I had another fifty copies ordered uh that came in um yesterday and probably before the end of the month I'll have to order again. Wow. Because because over over half of those are sold too. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. And so I'm 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 really tickled about that and and you know I was worried though because a lot of people had pre-ordered the the book through Amazon and Barnes and Noble and through independent booksellers and so on and so forth and right. so I was antsy about announcing that I also had it for sale because I thought oh my god are people going to cancel their pre-orders you know we don't want that that to happen right. and so I, I tell people if you will. Send me a email me a copy of your receipt. I will send you an autographed book plate. And so oh, I have I have sent out about forty autographed book plates. <laughs> oh, cool! And and you know that that way they they still get an autograph. 
it's a label that that they can put in their book. Um, you know, but but that 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 helped with the economy, so they wouldn't be canceling their orders, and um, so that that worked out well. And and today I noticed at on Amazon at one point I went over to look at something else and thought, hmm, I wonder how Utterly Wicked is doing. <laughs> and oh my goodness. I, so I looked at the numbers, and of course this changes, I think, every two hours or something. But in paganism, occultism, and magical studies or something, it was mm-hmm. all in the top 100 on all three. Oh my gosh! Wow. Congratulations! Which was, That's so, fantastic. So cool. Yeah. So, so I was I was pretty excited about that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so so yes, it's doing well, and yes, I. I do have it. I still have it in stock now, and uh, awesome. so so anyway, you know, I've just I've just been hopping because my days have been just running t- together like everybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it, it, I what's think... it like down in New Orleans right now? You know, mm. <clears throat> you know, we're about an hour outside, but I have I have very dear friends, extended family in New Orleans, and and we keep in touch, and. Things are interesting to to say the the least. Um, there are a lot of people who live there that don't like the mayor. Yeah. Um, I understand exactly why why she's doing some of the things she she is doing, but you know everybody's got got mixed feelings. She has canceled um, all of the festivals and such. They they go on there, and there's something that goes on there all the time, and that brings mm-hmm. those all bring a lot of revenue into the city. Um, so so that is is a mess. Um, yeah, she had uh, for right now, unless this extended, the stay at home order is until uh, is through May the fifteenth. So, okay. but we don't know if if that's going to be extended or not. The um, she she has done a lot of talking, and she says nothing's off the table. Even even the possibility that Mardi Gras might be canceled next year. Wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and here's here's the thing. You know, on, on the other hand, okay. So this is she's trying to keep people safe. I get that. On the other hand, though, when these businesses reopen, especially the businesses in the quarter, who's going to buy stuff? Because New Orleans is a tourist town, they all these businesses depend on the tourist industry. Yeah. And if everything's been canceled, if nothing's going on, then who's going to be there to be roaming around in, in the French Quarter to buy things? Who? Uh, that's true. That is true. So, tourist so town. Y- sure. Yeah. So and right now it is a ghost town. Now. A lot of the restaurants have been open, like in other places, for takeout uh, and so on and so forth. Yeah. There are some places in Louisiana, I'm not sure if it's in New Orleans or just on the outskirts, if they have outdoor seating areas, yeah. people can come, they can order their food, They uh, the server does not bring the food to the table, they pick up the food at the counter or, or whatever, and they can take it out there and they can eat. And they have tables that are spaced apart, you know, oh, that's so, so cool. on and so forth, okay? So they can do that. Um, I I think that the governor here decided that, that salons and 
um, nail salons, tanning salons, all that kind of stuff are, are probably not. I think they're supposed to be closed to like the 12th or 13th of June, I think. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, so, so there's that. Bars will come later. And, again, in the French Quarter, you have so many people who are in the service industry, so many work in the bars. Yeah. So those are going to be the last to open, I'm sure. Um, and I and I think probably, you know, our government officials here are are looking are kind of looking at these other states and what they've done and what is happening there before they make any more rash decisions about anything. So, yeah. you know, so it's it's tough all the way around. You know, I've got mixed feelings. It's like yes, the economy, but yeah. yes. <laughs> You know, but people are dying here too. So you know, yeah. what right. what do you do? And it's just a vicious cycle. Um, you know, things. It's going to take a very long time for things to be um, in any way close to what we once considered normal. It's like the 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 clothing industry. Think about this. You know, you go into Macy's and you try on clothes. Sure. Well, okay. So. Who's tried on clothes? Did they sneeze while they were trying them on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah, right? You, you know, this kind of stuff. And, and of course, what so what this means is in order to do this, things are going to have to go on a rack that have been tried on, and they're going to have to be steamed. Mm. I mean, you know, because you can kill it with, with right. high heat. So I would right. think, you know, steam this, okay? But dressing rooms are going to have to be wiped down in, in between. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm one of these people. I don't usually order clothing online because I really need to try it on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not one of these lucky people that go, oh, I'm size such and such, and so <laughs> I'll just order this yeah. and that's it. Not 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 so with me. Okay, I have to try things on, and right. and so so that's you know so you know you're looking at those kinds of things. Are people really going to be comfortable going into a um, a brick and mortar store? Are they are they going to feel um, assured that everything's been wiped down? Yeah. <laughs> are they going to be Are they going to be secure and getting on an airplane? Uh, yeah. It. See, oh, that that drove me nuts. There there was actually. Um, I think two weeks ago, something like that, some woman was complaining, but she was flying from New York into Charlotte with a plane full of people with, like, hardly any of them had masks on. It's like, I fussed at her. I was like, what are you doing on the plane? (laughs) You know, that's not safe. I mean, you know, these industries, I I realize they need to, keep up their money, but, you know, not at the well, expense of people. But you know what? I have to be on a plane toward the end of June. I have oh, an appearance. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, um, an, another um, uh, presenter for, from New Orleans has got to be on a plane to go to the same event. And so, wow. yeah, you know, um, I will I will wear a mask. And and here's the yeah. thing. I know this is scary for a lot of people. And I am certainly taking this seriously. But you know what? Yeah. I think I may be 
one of the very few people who is not afraid. I um, yeah. when when that awful N1H1 virus was going on. Yeah. And I oh, I haven't yeah. had a flu shot since I was 18 years old because every time I did, I got deathly ill. Every time. Yeah. So, same with so me. I, I I can't do flu shots. So I hadn't had a flu shot. I had three neighbors who had this stuff. And we're just sick as dogs, and I took care of all of them and never caught it. Oh, my goodness. And, well, that's and so, magic. Well, I don't know if it's magic or, or if I've just got a really stout immune system, okay? Maybe it's a little above. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I am not afraid of, of catching this. On the other hand, what, what terrifies me, what does terrify me is that I could have the virus and be asymptomatic and give it to somebody else and they might die. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Because because I don't want that that burden on my heart. You know, I <laughs> just Yeah. I don't blame you. No, and so, that, you know, I mean if everybody had at least you know, that kind of consideration, I think we'd be a lot better off. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I think what has happened is, and this is something that Raina actually kind of pointed out to me today. I I I think that people are grumpy yep. because mm-hmm. they're they're afraid. They and it's and maybe it's not just the virus. They're afraid of losing their home, their 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 place to live. They're afraid of sure. losing their car because they can't make their car payment. Um, yep. They're afraid because they're not sure they're going to be able to feed their families. Oh yes. Uh, there yeah. you know there there are a lot of things and you know what this eventually wears on on people and makes them grumpy. Yeah. And so they they tend yeah. to lash out at other people. Of and course. then we have all the political mess that's going on. Oh god. <laughs> and, you know and and so you, you know and I you know I have to take a breath sometimes and go mhm. I'm sure you didn't mean that the way it sounded. Uh-huh. Uh. Now, now to be honest with you, I I finally got out on Monday. Just because I I had to go somewhere and I was gone for 2 hours and straight back home, okay? But that was the first time that I've been out of this house, well actually off our property since March the 7th. Mhm. And that's, that's a long time, babe. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah. you know, it is. But but fortunately, I've been busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, Mark has run all our errands because I'm too busy to go anywhere. And you know, right. he's usually forbidden from running the dishwasher because he doesn't load it correctly, and from washing clothes. But he's been yeah. doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Hello. Okay. <laughs> and, and 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 I've just let it go and not said a word because You're, I haven't oh, had time. Good. You're so good. I know how hard that is. I do. Yeah. You're you're good. You're a good one. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Trust me. I get it. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, you know, so thanks. Things here are fine. Um, I, you know, I, I worry about the people in New Orleans. We are in a different parish, and we have yeah. that that twenty-seven mile lake in, in, in between yeah. us. 
And oh, uh, so, so things never got as out of hand here as they did there. But, but right. you know, it's it's going to be tough for New Orleans to, to to recover from this because when you have these festivals, you have people coming in from all over the United States and from other countries for this. Sure. Stuff. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, I I thought it might be easier if nationwide we had had certain rules and they applied to us all nationwide. Right. And then, you know, you everybody does these steps in in reopening and so on and so forth. But every state is different. Which is stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just dumb. Well, <laughs> you can't, you got to take the same, you have to do in Italy. You have to shut down all at the same time, the same amount of time. That way everyone's in the same boat. We're all suffering the same thing. And, you know, it's easier to get forgiveness. If you make the move as a nation, it's easier to apply for forgiveness for your rent or your mortgage or whatever it is you might have because it is a nationwide action. It is federal action. That is very different than letting the states do it all individually. And, you know, some people want to do it this way. Some people want to, listen, I believe in states' rights for certain things, but for certain other things like in times of a pandemic or a war, this is mm-hmm. what the federal government exists for. Just well, saying. yeah, well, you know, one would think. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Silly but, me. But, you know, you, <laughs> well, you, you also have, um, and, I, you know, I, I think it would have been much easier, but you also yeah. have states where people are very spread out. Yeah. Mm. You, you have rural areas yeah. where people have miles in between each other, okay? And mm-hmm. so those particular areas don't seem to be as hard hit because right. those those people, a lot of them, only go to town and go to the grocery store once a month. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, this kind of thing. Um, you know, Mark and I got, got really, really lucky. We did not – we very seldom do um, – any of the the Mardi Gras parades in in New Orleans yeah. itself because we have Mardi Gras parades here, and we, now we usually do the Easter parade there. But you know this year it was canceled, so sure. the, yeah. so, so we didn't do that. But you know we did some of the the parades here in our own town, and mm-hmm. you know and, and and we were fine, and, and there were big crowds, yeah. and we were like you know uh, shoulder to, to shoulder in certain areas. But everybody did okay. We've had some deaths in our in our parish, oh, have uh, you? but yeah, but 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 not many, right? So um, y- you know, unfortunately, you know, people here are still fairly friendly. So right, <laughs> that's, that's a good thing too, you know. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, this is this is just going to be really interesting, and and. I'm not sure that things are ever going to get to that stage where we're going to be what we think of as, or we have thought of as normal. I yeah. agree with you. I don't see how people are going to comfortably interact like they used to in very large groups. I mean, <laughs> humans have a long-term and a short-term memory. And I mm-hmm. think it's a matter of convenience as to how long 
it is before we go back to the way things work because I do see that people really do need that kind of social interaction. I've been worried about my next-door neighbor because she's alone, you know, so I, I look after her quite a bit and make sure she's eating and make sure that she's, you know, she's 70 and she's, let me tell you what, this woman has twice my energy. She's amazing. And <laughs> she's alone. So I do, I do feel like I need, I need and or want to look after her. Um, so, you know, it's just, you don't want somebody to feel abandoned and lonely and all of that. Um, so you, you basically try to take care of your own neighborhood, you know, your small area, you know, which is something I learned from you, Dorothy. You always look after your, your area. It's important Aww. to make sure everybody's okay. And it is important. And, and I try to make sure I do do it very consistently now, whereas before I didn't know my neighbors, now I do, and, you know, I, I, I try to look after folks. But, you know, it's it's a scary time when you don't know who to believe and you get conflicting information. I mean, for example, where I work, the people I work for directly don't believe that anything is going to help, but if it's your time, your time is up, and that's it. And I'm like, you know, you have to at least try. Even if you don't think the mask will protect you, do it because you care about me. I, I wear a mask all day, every day. I work with people. We're in a society. What can I say? You know, I had a client show up today who was tickled to death because I greeted her at the door in a mask and gloves. And, mm-hmm. she, and she was wearing a mask and gloves. And she says, you're the, only other ven- you're the only other person I've seen today outside of my house who is wearing a mask and gloves. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much yeah. for doing that. It's, you know, even if, it's, even if you don't believe in it, even if you think it's an illusion, at least do it for the sake of your fellow person. Well, it's for no exactly. reason. You know, you, you know the, the thing is, I do believe that when it's your time, it's your time. On the other hand, I'm not going to go out in the middle of the highway and stand there and trust that that, that Mack truck coming at me is not going to run over me and kill me. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, but you're really, not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so... You know, yes, you know, there are there are times when I just want to shake people until their teeth rattle, hoping <laughs> that it will rearrange their brain cells. But yeah. you know, you you are always going to have some people who who are arrogant. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. and and in times like these what what I have, have noticed is that one of two things happens. It either brings people closer together or it moves them, it, you know, it divides them. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. And, you know, and I was hoping that this would not, that this would not be a divisive thing. But in a lot of ways it has been. You know, people, um, h- human beings are inherently social animals. Yeah. We, we We hug. We go out to, to dinner because that is a social event. It's more than filling your belly. It's a social event. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. You know, we, 
you know, we go out for, for, for drinks. We have people over to, to just hang out and watch movies and stuff. We are used yep. to being close to each other, and we need to be. And I so agree. when yeah. something like this separates us, then it's not just d- divides us with social distancing. It tends to divide us in beliefs and and and, so, and opinions and so on and so forth, which is kind of sad, but it's true. It happens. So I'm hoping yeah. that eventually, in my lifetime, people will be able to hug each other again. I and I think so. that will happen because I think, you know, I think once there's a vaccination of some sort or once it seems like no new cases are occurring anywhere, I think people are going to start to breathe again and there's going to be that sigh of relief and very slowly people will start gathering in larger groups again and slowly people will start hugging again. My concern is, is will it really be gone or as the CDC is saying, uh, is this going to come back potentially even worse in the fall? You know, I... I, I, th- I think we're going to have a rise in cases in the Northeast because right now they are having a late in the year polar vortex. It's snowing. Sure are. And, well, yep. it's, it's snowing in New York. It's going to snow. It's getting ready to snow in Michigan. Yep. Um, yeah. You know there it's, there are, you know so you know if they're saying that cold weather tends to to bring this on. <clears throat> Then, then maybe you know the fact of the matter is, if you think back to your sophomore high school biology classes, <laughs> when, when you when you when you grow back when you grow bacteria and agar, you put it in the refrigerator to, to grow it. So yeah. it's the cold that grows it. Uh, it's not the heat. So this is why right. there have been people saying, "Oh, you know, heat ought to get uh, ought to get rid of this." Well, we don't know if that is true or not. Not right. not with this. And um, so, y- you know, we, you know, this is one of those things that we'll have to see because we've never seen anything quite like this before. And the interesting yeah. thing to to me is that um, met, in, in in metaphysical stores and the online stores, I have uh-huh. discovered that the um, that sales on protection magic stuff is uh-huh. way down, way down. Ah, down? We down. That's not not what I expected. No, it wasn't what yeah. I expected either. Now, magic is not going to fix this. Okay, we we right. are going to have to do our part. You know, magic only levels your odds. But I would think right. that everybody would be trying to protect their homes. Sure. And and the other thing is, you know, on social media, everybody's trash talking. I know. Everybody yeah. is lashing out at somebody, it seems like. And, oh, yeah. um, and so, my goodness, don't you want to be protected from that, too? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, those are not those are not the things that that are actually selling, which really really surprises me. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, did that, not expect you to say that. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, they're probably thinking, oh, well, you know, I need protection when I go out of the house or when, you know, I'm in a magical fight or whatever. You know, they're probably not thinking in those terms. Well, no, you know, they're 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 probably thinking, okay, well, you know, I, that that's what I'm not concerned about right now. I'm worried about other things like, hmm, you know, paying my rent, making my car note, blah, 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 blah. But don't you want to protect your yeah. money, too? Sure. And yeah. don't you want to protect your job? I mean, exactly. I, you know, I I put out, you know, blessings for my company every day because it's, I want all of it. In order for me to be successful at my job, my company has to sell. My salespeople have to be successful. My CFO has to know what to do with the money as it comes in. Is he making sure that we can withstand the pandemic? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the whole, you have to look at it as an entire, um, like it's its own world. Like you have a separate world that you are trying to protect, and you have to protect all the people in that world. In order for you to be protected, you have to protect them. So, I mean, you're just, you're, it, it, it may seem self-serving, but you're also serving the public at the same time. And that's, yeah. you know, that's what magic does, in my opinion. You know, while I'm protecting you, I am being protected through my protection of you. So that's, that's why you put out for your entire building that your whole building is safe and all the people who live in it and that your job is safe and all the people who work there are safe and, you know, that they make a lot of money so they can continue to pay you, so you can continue to pay your rent. I mean, it's all, we're all interdependent. It's all yes. interdependent. Yeah, you know, we, we really are. And for those people who still have jobs, because yep. so many people don't, and that's, that's right. and the unemployment um, sites are all crashing, and yep. people can't get through. And they, you know, that they're supposed to, you know, reapply every week or check in every week. Well, hell, they they can't do it because <laughs> because of the yeah. way things are set up, and there are glitches in the system, and there are glitches in the system because they don't have enough IT guys to fix it. Uh, right. You know, yep. this is this is a big mess. So, for God's sake, folks, if you still have a job. Be grateful and oh, yeah. and bless everybody and protect that because Rhino's right. You you don't you're not just protecting your livelihood, you're protecting other people's livelihood and you're protecting yeah. um, the economy in your own way. Sure. I want everyone to be successful. I don't want to go through this again. I don't want to see people hurting. I don't want to see this. I mean, I don't want to hit the depression. You know, I read about it in books. I don't want to be there. (laughs) You know? Yeah, 2008 was bad enough. You know, my my mother lived through the depression. And she, yeah, she she, she was a kid, and she said she remembered formerly affluent people throwing themselves out of buildings committing suicide because they had lost everything. And formerly yep. affluent people standing in soup lines because they had they'd lost everything, had nothing to eat. And yep. um you know, she was was so funny back then and, and then for a long time thereafter, um you would buy um dish deter no laundry detergent. And inside the laundry detergent would be a glass or a cup, 
or something. Oh, I remember that. Okay. I heard and, about and, it. And it's depression glass, and it goes for a fortune now. Yep. I can yeah. remember going into antique stores with my mother, and uh-huh. she thought that was trash. She would never allow depression glass in the house. Never. Right. Wow. She, did, right. she didn't care what it was worth. It wasn't coming in the house because that was for poor folks, what, you know, what, what they could not, they couldn't afford anything better, and that's what. She was also that way about Amber. Because, really? Yes, yes, because back then people who had good jewelry were trying to sell it so they could feed their, their families if they could find oh, anybody wow. that had any money. And so then the only people who didn't have anything and wanted some kind of adornment, Amber was cheap because it was tree resin. That's all it is. Right. Oh, right. And huh. so that I have a fortune. I have a huge, huge teardrop, amber teardrop, that has an insect in it. Oh, oh wow! That I found, I found in my parents' stuff after they were both gone. Wow! Oh my goodness! And and I am sure that it was something that came in something. <laughs> wow! And just and just never got thrown away. Yeah. So wow. y- y- you know, um, but but you know it's it's funny you know she would at, she'd always say that she didn't have any money. Well, she didn't have a lot of money, but she had enough. Right. But 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 I think I think it was one of those things with remembering what she had seen as a child, and it mm-hmm. was like you know oh my God you know you can never have enough because what if. This thing yeah. that we're going through now is different, though, because there's a financial crisis, but it's not just a financial crisis. It's a crisis that has been caused by a health crisis, and that's yeah. that's completely different. You can't fix it the same way. No. You cannot. Throwing money so, at it doesn't fix it either. I mean, and that usually is what people try to do with a problem now. They throw money at it, and that's not the answer for this. Well, so. you know, it's not, except I will say say this. You know, in times of crisis, when when people had, had trouble or they couldn't feed their families or, oh, my God, they had a fire and for they didn't have any insurance and needed a new roof or, you know, whatever, Yeah, I, I always had some disposable cash. And so mm-hmm. I would I would throw cash at that because it was like oh, that that will help you get what you need. Now though, Aww. I now I'm not in that that position anymore since Mark is retired. Right. And and so a lot of times now I feel helpless. Yeah. You know, I can I can help somebody with this. You know, I can feed them a meal. Or yeah, you know, sure. or maybe even buy them, you know, maybe I don't know, a week's worth of groceries maybe. But it's not but I don't feel like I can help them long term solve the the problem. And right now money is necessary because you got so many people that don't have any. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was, I was what I meant was specifically you can't necessarily fix as an individual, you can't fix the medical issue. No money. That's no. that's research and, and that's way above my pay grade. 
but yeah, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. So you know, I don't, I don't really know what what to do. You know, the only thing that I can do at this point that helps anybody is talk people off ledges. Yeah, and I've been doing that that for a couple of months. No doubt. <laughs> but, 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 you, but but you know, even even that 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 gets exhausting. And sometimes, you know, sure. you can only do what, what you can do. And go, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, you're you're not exactly looking at this the right way. Let's look mm-hmm. at the big picture here. <laughs> yeah. You know. So yeah. so yeah, that you know, but but it does it makes it tough because there are so so many of us that do feel helpless and don't know what to do to help anybody. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, here's here's the thing. You know, sometimes, you know, a smile. If you're wearing a mask, a smile really doesn't help anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just put right. your in your mouth, okay? But, but yeah. you know, just just try to be kind to to people. Um, you know, if you can afford it, and you you're on the highway, you have to go somewhere, and you're going through a toll booth. Maybe, maybe, you might be able to pay the toll for the person behind you if you've got a little extra. You know, maybe if you have gone to, say, Starbucks to get coffee, if anybody's doing that anymore, maybe you can pay for the person's coffee, you know, behind you. Um, Maybe you can just wish them a good day. Sure. Or even, even, you know, help some elderly person that is having a problem, maybe even trying to put, I know we're supposed to be social distancing, but for goodness sake, maybe you could help them load their groceries. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to touch anybody to to be kind to them. You don't have to be with it. You don't have to be less than six feet away to do something nice. I mean, for example, my neighbor's light was out, so I climbed up on my ladder and I played with the light fixture, and now it's working. Bless you. There you go. Done. <laughs> yeah. That's all done. Not but, a big deal. Didn't cost me anything. I just took because I because it wasn't working, and now it's working. So there you go. Simple but, stuff. Yeah, and 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 that is so kind, and you know that means so much to 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 people. It really, really does. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Um, there was in, in one of our, our um, surrounding neighborhoods, somebody had wound up with toilet paper, and I think it was Lysol, a bunch of it, mm, and wow. and I think maybe hand sanitizer, and so yep. they put all this stuff in bags, and they went through the neighborhood and they knocked on people's doors, put the you know put the the bag down you know, backed up a little bit and told them they were just bringing them that, that stuff. How lovely was that? That's awesome. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, because because these people were able to get extra. And, you yeah. know, um, my uh, my brother-in-law went to the store. That my, my sister and brother-in-law li- li- live in Texas. And, of course, the, the grocery stores did this thing where, you know, Senior hours for for grocery shopping yep. were like early in the morning. So he sets his clock and he goes there, and he he gets to the toilet paper aisle, and there's a woman who is taking the last two rolls of toilet paper off the shelf, and that was what he went to get. 
Uh-oh. And 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 she was she she was a lot younger than than he is, and she she looked and he went oh damn, <laughs> and started to walk off and and she says wait a minute wait a minute, you know I really only need one of these, here, Aww. and you know and, and 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 that was so kind. Yeah, Sis did that. Sis and, and brother-in-law did that like a while ago. I was like, yeah. I, you know, I didn't think I would get emotional about toilet paper. <laughs> I think that oh, was yeah. one of the things in today's day and age. It's crazy. I actually, I actually have a lot because we have friends in other states and other states have different uh, they have different abilities as to whether or not they can get toilet paper. And I have a box of five rolls just in a box waiting for whomever my, somebody in Florida might need. Because I have friends in Florida who have had hit or miss uh, opportunities with toilet paper, not always very successful. So I'm just waiting for, can you send it now? Yep, it's already in a box. <laughs> It's their emergency stash. You know, these these are the things, though, that that you never really appreciate until there isn't any. Right? Well, you know, we're so used to being able to have access to what we want and when we want it that it feels very out of control when you can't do something as simple as wipe your own damn ass. (laughs) I know, yes. You know, we have always been very fortunate because Bart came from a big family, and so he buys uh-huh. things in bulk. And when we mm-hmm. lived in Maine, he was always, you know, bringing home these big rolls, these big packages of toilet paper, like, I don't know, you know, 15 rolls to a package or whatever. And when we got yeah. ready to move to Virginia, I told him, stop buying toilet paper. And he said, why? And, you know, we're going to use it. And I said, because. You know, the the movers are going to charge by the pound, and there we already have enough toilet paper to wipe the asses of every person in three third world countries. So stop, just stop. And so we have always had enough though for for that. And you know, and and so when there was a toilet paper shortage, we didn't have yeah. a shortage in our home because we had all this all this reserve. And so our neighbors also know that we have a reserve. And and nobody has knocked on our door, but but should they knock on the door, you know we do have plenty. So uh, you know, and so so we made that that known. But but yeah, this is just this is just an interesting time, and and I really oh my goodness, it's almost time for for me to go, huh? Uh, it is, I, my love. It is, we are a few minutes out, but. You know, I I know what you mean. I'm embarrassed to tell you how many rolls of toilet paper I have, um, <laughs> but I count I counted this morning, and uh, I have seventy. Well, see, Girl. <laughs> you know what? It, I I I think you have beat me. I, yeah, <laughs> but I do give it out. But see, I do give it out. Whenever somebody yeah. says, do you have an extra roll, I always say yes, because I always do. Because I have intestinal issues, Dorothy, you know this. So I always have to have a backup supply. So what we were doing for a little bit was whenever it was available, we would pick up a mega pack. Whenever mm-hmm. it was available. Like I haven't bought toilet paper in a month. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, and, and now other people are like, don't you want to roll with this? I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, they had they had done things like those the those those mega uh packages that they have. Yeah. At at yeah, Walmart yeah. here they had opened those up and had individual rolls sitting on the count on the shelf and it said limit two for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I saw that. I saw and that it's kinda like, too. It's kinda like, well what do you do if you've got four kids, really? It's hard. I'm yeah. telling you, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, you know, they're saying that the it, the problem isn't going to be toilet paper very much longer. I've not had an issue getting toilet paper when I wanted it, which is why I stopped buying it. But now um, pork is a problem and chicken in some places is a problem and meat in general is going to be a problem. So we're we're like, okay, it's about time to go back vegetarian. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you, you know, the, the, the thing about it is I, I saw a deal on our neighborhood Facebook group that yeah. uh, people were looking for freezers because they were g- going to buy up meat. And both Lowe's and Home Depot were out of freezers. And so wow. this woman ordered one, but it wasn't going to be in until July. So apparently oh the second the, the the second that that it looked like there might be a meat shortage, people began mm-hmm. to buy freezers. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. <laughs> We're not so, worried about that. But well, you know, I'm not worried about is. that either. We've we, we've had a little freezer for I don't know about ten years, so you know, I'm not worried about that either. But yeah. you know, I I told I told Mark I said, well, you know, here's the deal, if if we can't get meat, you're going to have to develop a taste. He doesn't like pinto beans very much. You're going to have to develop a taste uh, for red beans and rice because that's what we'll have to eat. That's right. Yeah. So that's there right. you have it. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, Dorothy, we are so excited for Utterly Wicked's re- re-release. We are so excited for our mystery packages Guys, check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Get yourself one of these packages. They're fabulous. Sis and I have gotten them before. They're glorious. You don't know what you're going to get. Go for the card reading, and it'll be custom tailored to you through the card through the the card pull that Dorothy does. It's totally worth it. I, I went all mega deluxe because I need stuff. I'm just like, Dorothy, just give me stuff. Give me some money, give me things. So I'm really excited. If I don't get more supplies pretty soon, I'm going to have to go to Michael's and fish around and see what I can find to put in these things. Oh, goodies for Michael's are always welcome. Are you kidding? Love it. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Thank you all so, so much for for having me on. Folks, please protect yourselves, okay? Um, Yes, ma'am. You know, you know. If nothing else, put you put yourselves in those little magic bubbles that you were taught about in yeah. in, in one on one classes. Okay, but That's you know, right. please, please please protect yourself. Please protect your neighbors, and please please be be good to yourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love the Happy birthday! Happy re-release of Utterly Wicked and. So excited about my mystery package. Yay! Oh, thank 
you and happy Mother's Day to you both. Oh, thank happy you. Mother's oh, Day. Right. Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. This weekend. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Okay. okay, ladies, we will talk to you soon. Have a glorious night. You, you as well. Thank love you, bye bye. We love you. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye. All right. So, Yay. Get, to, get to Wicked Witch Studios, y'all. Get to those boxes before she's all sold out because I'm telling you, people are snatching them up. Yeah, you know, but be patient. Back. <laughs> we, yes, and please be patient when it comes to things being shipped. You already know that um, the federal government is trying to eliminate the post office because they're trying to eliminate mail-in ballots um, because our president is paranoid. Anyway, aside from that little interjection, tomorrow (laughs) at noon, Eastern Standard Time, join us with Amy Blackthorne. We're going to talk about sacred smoke. Amy also wrote the foreword to the re-release on Utterly Wicked. So we're really excited about that. And join us at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for an hour with our beloved Evo Dominguez, Jr. Very excited to talk to him. We haven't heard from him in quite a little bit. So we just thought we'd hang out with him for a while. And we hope you're going to join us. Sis, talk us down, baby. All right. We love you guys. Um, We love you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, We hope you guys have a good weekend. Um, if you can't tune in on the other side, um, but bundle up if you're in the south or the the east, you know, because we are going to get a cold front coming in. Like Dorothy said, it's already starting to get chilly. But blessings to y'all. Happy Mother's Day, and we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.